0: Hello everyone, it's Molly here from Your Future Forward, and I'm so excited to bring you this brand new series called The Apprentice Diaries. It's completely dedicated to apprentices in celebration of National Apprenticeship Week, and it's full of conversations with loads of different guests from top firms and top companies to give you an insight into what it's really like to be an apprentice. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts if you do enjoy them. That would really help us reach more people and help more people that are considering apprenticeships, so it's massively appreciated from our side. But for now, enjoy the episode. So I'm joined with Emily today from Unilever who is a project manager apprentice and um, she's going to enlighten us on her journey how she became an apprentice today Um, so Emily it'd be great if you could just introduce yourself with your name I've kind of introduced the qualification but I guess a bit about what project management entails and how long you've been working at Unilever as well that would be great.
1: Yeah, perfect. So hi, Molly. Thanks for having me on the... um, No worries. I'm really excited. Um, So yeah, as you mentioned, I'm a project management apprentice. I've been working at Unilever since September 2019. So nearing to a year year and a half now, and I'm nearing the end of my apprenticeship because it's a two-year course. Um, So I work as a management apprentice in marketing. So you can be a project management apprentice for a variety of different functions, my course do like IT or R&D and things like that Um, but I work in marketing so I work on the brand side and what that means is I'm involved in launching new products uh, which is quite exciting so really from like the start um, creating the ideas for what new products we want to launch the strategy um, and then launching them so developing the mix choosing the fragrance things like that
0: Exciting so I saw on LinkedIn as well do you specifically mm-hmm. work with Tresme? because obviously Unilever is a massive group they own so many brands um so yeah how does that work in terms of structure Are you assigned to one small brand or do you work across a few? Yeah so I work on Tresme specifically and I work on the global side so that means okay, I work great.
1: in the US I work for the for Latin, oh my gosh. Like, all of the different countries so it's really exciting yeah. I get
0: to work with lots of different people from all over the world from all different backgrounds. It's amazing. And you kind of mentioned that um, the project management apprentice- apprentices um, get put into different departments. How does that kind of get allocated? Are you chosen from your assessment centres where you suit best? Or has that got anything to do with your application?
1: Yeah, so when you apply, you I think you have a choice of three preferred options. Okay. Um, I believe I put marketing as my first and then HR. And honestly, I can't remember the last one. <laughs> two years ago that I applied now so it was so long ago
0: um
1: and then when you get given the role you're not told what brand you work for or anything like that but you'll be told like yes you've got the marketing role
0: okay that's good to know that you can put preferred choices as well because my where my apprenticeship at google we were kind of just assigned teams to where they thought we suited best so it's quite interesting Mm -hmm. to hear a bit of a different structure I guess with your company um but yeah I guess going into project management um Why did you choose that? How did you find your apprenticeship? Um, Why did you choose that route? Is it, did you come straight out of school or college or A-levels and go into an apprenticeship?
1: Yeah, so I came straight out of college, um, finished probably like June, July time. um, Yeah. And stopped work at my part-time job in August and started in September. So I didn't really have much of a break between um, education and then going into my apprenticeship. Um, I think I found the apprenticeship on Facebook or an advert oh, okay. like um, but I'd been looking for apprenticeships already so I'm pretty sure I was getting quite a few like ads and targeted ads <laughs> yeah exactly um, and I looked a bit into the company because I hadn't heard of Unilever itself but I knew of quite a few of the brands because they're all quite well-known household yeah. names really loved all the values and everything they stood for and I was like yeah Definitely want to apply. The apprenticeship looks great. I'd applied for different apprenticeships. I'd applied for some in project management, some in like business admin and some in just marketing.
0: Okay. Um, Is that all
1: within Unilever as well? No. Or um, across loads, loads, of d- loads
0: of different companies.
1: Okay, right. Yeah, exactly. For Unilever, I only applied for the project management one. Um, and then so you go through the process, you send your application in with your CV, and then you get called yeah. back for a video interview. So that's done all online, but it's um by yourself so you're not actually talking to somebody you're like recording yourself and then yeah um and then I think after a couple of weeks later I heard back and then had to go for an assessment center
0: exciting exciting after so that, how got the call yeah how long was that process from the start till the end till you actually kind of found out you got the job
1: so if I remember correctly I
0: applied in January February time okay
1: took a couple of weeks for the video interview and then another few weeks until the assessment centre. And then the assessment centre was around April. Oh, OK. You've got two weeks before you get called back. And I remember yeah. I had um, actually at the assessment centre, complete coincidence, I already knew one of the girls there. Oh, um, nice. Just, just like we live in the same town and we didn't realise we would be... Um, <laughs> Small world. Like, yeah it was completely small world I was like oh hello um, and she found out she so we'd been told it was two weeks um and she found out like a week in or something and I didn't find out until like the. oh 30. my gosh I definitely haven't got it like yeah. she'd already told me to tell me she'd got it and I was like okay they must be calling the people who've got it first um and then like I just won't get it and then so I got the call and I was like
0: oh, <laughs> great yeah nice.
1: <I> <laughs> yeah it was such a surprise
0: yeah and i guess with project management obviously it's a lot of events and sort of launches of stuff has that changed at all obviously working from home virtual world what's that been like to deal with so my day-to-day role hasn't changed too much a lot of it's done okay.
1: and we already are like our colleagues in the r d department who did all of the um like formulation mm-hmm etc they already work in a separate office so we already had quite a few calls online um, and working over teams etc so not too okay. much change from that perspective and also of course because we're working on a on a global role we have calls yeah with, work, calls with yeah. southeast asia so we were quite used to things like that um i'd that's say the good. thing that's changed is we used to do a lot of like workshops and trips right. to places etc for like inspiration and we can't do any of that at the moment yeah. uh, and when we're trying to be creative, I think being creative can be quite hard stuck at like the same desk, whereas yeah. it's a lot more like, of an enriching environment with lots of things. Yeah,
0: through. yeah, definitely. And I guess whether that's time in the office, because you kind of spent a while there or whether it's working from home, what's kind of the coolest thing you've worked on? Or you kind of mentioned you go on trips. Is there any really cool places that you've visited? Because I think that's a really... Um, Amazing opportunity as an apprentice, obviously, that you get that is very different to kind of the university experience and stuff like that.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think the favorite thing about my role is
1: when we see the products launch in market because it's yeah. such a proud and we've just had most of the launches sort of happen around January time. So we've just had loads go out. Um, and obviously, we're not in the US, so we can't actually see them physically, but yeah. we're getting pictures of like the product that you wrote the text for on the on shelf and it's so exciting to see that okay people are picking it up and I wrote that like yeah
0: that's so nice as well because I think it's hard isn't it when you work because for me I work in digital marketing and when it's all online Mm. sometimes it's really nice to have like a tangible thing that you've done like that's so cool to be able to say I've worked on that that was me um so rewarding
1: yeah and get the samples and be able to like give it out (laughs) use it
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) amazing looking back to the application process which I know was kind of a while for you so it might be a tough one but um why do you think they hired you in the first place is there any prior knowledge you had to project management um any experience that you think kind of made you stand out a little bit was it quite competitive how many people applied do you know or that they took on (sighs)
1: I know they had about I don't remember for the the first round with the CVs but I think for the video interview they had about a hundred and then yeah. for the assessment center there was probably around 20 of us and it, yeah about eight or nine maybe okay. um so I'm not too sure how that compares to ever apprenticeships in terms of like competitiveness um but I actually did my interview with the person who then became my manager so I have like since spoken to her about okay they what did yeah. i do well with you? like why did um why did you pick me um essentially and one thing she mentioned is that it's really important to just be yourself and we went into the interview and it was really informal we just had a chat about like what i wanted to do what i've been doing mm-hmm. at the moment and how i am as a person and we really got on very well um and then of course she'd seen um about my skills and everything from the actual assessment part of the assessment center um, but then in the interview, I think we kept it a bit more relaxed. And obviously, sh- when you're hiring for someone, you want somebody that you know you're going to get on with when you're working because yeah. you, people you, you know you like and you get on well with. Um, so I think it's really important to just be yourself and you want to work somewhere you're happy with and you like the people in your team.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think for apprenticeships, they don't expect you to know everything about the role and the qualification you're gonna be doing. They just want something that's someone that's willing to learn and like you said, it's kind of genuinely driven and passionate about the company that they're going to work for and kind of the role that they will eventually get so yeah I think that's such an important point to raise to anyone kind of listening that's considering apprenticeships so important to come across that way um in your assessment centers your interviews because essentially that benefits you as well right so you get a feel for the company that you're going into so um yeah But yeah, was there anything on your CV, like in terms of, I guess, practical experience? Had you done anything, maybe volunteering at college? What A-levels did you do? Do you think that, or did you, sorry, did you do A-levels? You went to college, right? Yeah, yeah, I did A-levels at college. So English,
1: um, language and literature, the combined one. Yeah. um, French and sociology. Um, And I'd been working since I was 14. So I had got quite a bit of job experience behind me. Um, I've always been someone who likes to be busy. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just can't stand to not have things to do or, you know, when you're in the school holidays. Well, yeah. So this pandemic
0: hasn't been the best, has it,
1: for people like me and you? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, But I think like, lots of people on the apprenticeship had varying levels of experience some had worked in like um I've had done other apprenticeships and then started another one um some had no career experience or work experience at all and had just been yeah. patient and I think it's really as an apprentice you're not expected to have experience you know you're starting your career you'll learn as an apprentice
0: so
1: yeah think, you know don't worry too much if you've not got five years worth of job (laughs) find you like
0: they don't yeah it's not expected completely Mm -hmm. and I guess looking forward so you said you mentioned you're coming towards the end of the apprenticeship um uh are you kind of going through the process of exams what do the job prospects look like at Unilever is it guaranteed jobs or do you kind of have to move on to something else
1: yeah so I've just done my first exam actually um and the only exam for the course so we have one exam to get the APM qualification which um is like a registered project management
0: yeah
1: qualification and then afterwards you have your endpoint assessment which is more like the coursework you do showing the skills i think maybe okay. um, yeah
0: i have that yeah so maybe like all that. over qualifications yeah i think so
1: um so now we're working towards that so getting all the coursework and then you get you um finish like what they call your portfolio which is um a yeah collection of the personal statements you've written and then you go to do like an interview and um a presentation at least in my apprenticeship that's what we do um so in terms of next steps i haven't started looking for like my next jobs quite yet because uh my contract finishes august september so it's early to start applying at the moment um but i'm quite open i'd love to stay on at unilever um at the moment with covid like jobs everywhere are a bit um sparse (laughs) what's happening Um, but definitely I'll be applying for my role I'll be applying for other Unilever roles and then if there's anything external that I like the look of applying there as well yeah
0: yeah great okay and what's sort of the possibility of you staying on at Unilever is that normal for apprentices to stay on is it likely I think so. I think quite a few apprentices stay
1: on um, some. So I'm on a level four apprenticeship. So some do okay. like their level three or level four and then go on to a level six. So that's definitely yeah. something that happens quite often. Um, or your team will keep you on and promote you. Like it's very, okay. it really depends on the team itself and like the team budget. And
0: what if the
1: team needs you in that. Role. Yeah,
0: I don't know if kind of like people listening will be familiar with this term but in sort of businesses they have this thing called headcount which is like mm. the amount of people that you can you have the budget for I guess to hire on your team so that was kind of my situation with Google there was a lot of chats around is there enough headcount and that's kind of allocated at certain times of the, the of the year and stuff so yeah it's really interesting to hear your perspective of being inside Unilever it seems quite flexible and fluid which is promising I guess because you kind of get rewarded with a prospect at the end of the apprenticeship um yeah hopefully I think it's really important
1: to try and make as many connections whilst you're in the business obviously I work in my yeah. own so you end up meeting lots of people who work for the brand or who work supporting the brand in some way um but try and make connections outside of your team or from
0: different offices because you never know when they can come and help yeah them. I completely agree with that especially in a huge company like Unilever mm. you know there's so much opportunity to do that so yeah kind of take advantage of it um whilst you're still there but good luck with everything in the future and kind of finding a job I hope it all works out for you um, Thank you. but I guess just to finish off like one piece of advice for someone considering an apprenticeship or maybe your biggest takeaway from the apprenticeship you've got so far um would be great to kind of finish on that note and Hear kind of what the most impactful thing has been for your apprenticeship? I'd say to go into an apprenticeship expecting that
1: you won't know a lot and that is going to be a little bit overwhelming at first. Um, Coming from when you know you're doing your A levels and you feel quite secure that you've got these great grades and you're going to go forward to the next stage of your life and you're starting your career, it's going to be brilliant and it is going to be brilliant, but remember that you're coming into a company and it might be a little bit scary because you don't know all the terms that people are using. Everybody is maybe 10 years older than you and they've got a lot more experience behind you, but remember that they're there to support you. They're going to help you as much as possible. And then you'll look back. And honestly, I look back at the work I did when I just started and I compare it to the stuff I did now. And I'm so proud of myself because the, the like growth and how much more you can do and how much more confident you are as a person. And honestly, you grow so much from all the different experience you've got.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I completely agree with that. And I, I often say, I feel like I've come into the apprenticeship as one person and left as another because I've just developed so much professionally and personally. Um, it's benefited all areas of my life. So yeah, it's been a great decision and it's good to hear. I think you're kind of on the same page. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for all your insights today and hopefully, um, people have been able to take away something from this podcast episode. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining me, Emily. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you did enjoy the episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts and share with any friends or family that you think might find this useful. There are so many other episodes with incredible guests, so don't forget to check those out. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Your Future Forward, where we share loads of different career advice and tips to help you navigate this working world. Thanks again for listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it.